0: Aloha and welcome to this little sweet slice of heaven that we in the business call the Cabin Fever podcast. I'm Maddie.
1: And I'm Fiona. God, you love to always just sing it the same way, huh? I just think that one thing that's really upsetting to me is that I think a really good piece of content would be a mashup of all the times I've sung during the podcast, but you would have to edit it and I I know you will literally never do that.
0: Yeah, look, at some point I'm going to do a full listen through and just like get make a catalog of all the references um nice. but as you will know that was on my to-do list for like all of January and then I just had a <laughs> yeah. real tragedy occur in my life. What
1: happened? What happened to change up your plans in Jan, Maddie? Um I was going to say was it the Princess Diana thing because was Oh my suck. god. No, I've managed to get myself back on the Princess Diana <laughs>
0: conspiracy. Theory. It took one documentary and I'm back.
1: Oh, I'm so pleased to hear it's that. As soon Maddie. as I
0: watch that interview of Princess Diana, where she says, like, where she she wrote to her butler Paul Burrell, who anyone who's familiar with Princess Diana
1: lore <laughs> is very familiar with Paul Burrell, um,
0: she was like, "Yeah, I reckon they're gonna off me in like a car accident."
1: And you're like, "Well, that's all I needed." Here we are. I <laughs> bet it's like you, it's like confirmation bias. It's like I want Absolutely. so badly to
0: believe that they killed the people's princess so if there's so much as a whisper in the wind of like philip did it i'm like absolutely 100 thank you grandmother willow anyway <laughs> welcome to this episode of the podcast guys
1: will come in uh before we dive into the meat of the episode mm-hmm. the juicy flesh yeah. um let uh, that would be good for the jack the ripper episode um we're gonna do our win and wine as per so Maddie. yeah maddie what is your win for the week
0: my win for this week is the television show survivor Maybe particularly have, yeah the fact that there are so many seasons of it
1: there are very many when I was younger I was like that's the show I want to be on yes yeah, me
0: too not like other girls I had like one of the the bandanas I got for Christmas <laughs> like one of the actual <laughs> survivor bandanas
1: amazing I know I'm so mad that if I don't you had have to it be on a reality tv show what would you be on
0: um Talent wise, I'd be best suited for like X Factor, but we both know my crippling performance anxiety. Not way. And a also sex the fact way. that you like would have
1: an <laughs> audition. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. That I'm too much for the X Factor. <laughs> The fact that I'd be in over 25s now makes me want to jump off the I know, the roof, I was going to so. say, I think that's the other main thing is that you would have to be like in the mature category. It's so
0: messed up that over 25s <laughs> is like the old person category. I look at 25 year olds now, yeah. I'm like, you're going to have a rough year because 25 sucks, but after Literally, this, year, you're young
1: again. Just the fact though that a 26 year old is in the same category as like Susan Boyle <laughs> is so funny to me.
0: I mean, Susan Boyle technically, I believe, was on Britain's Got Talent, but I, I, I understand your point here. <laughs> Fair. Um, I feel like I was actually talking to Harris about this last night. Again, every episode. I was
1: talking about Harris last night. I was talking to Harris, so I'm no, one I was, step above. I, I, um, I just feel like I don't talk about him that much. That's so exciting. It was okay. good. things Harris. Don't worry.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, I was talking to him
1: because um, we're like, God,
0: it would be so fun if we could live together in like a new girl situation because he could like curate a really great True. fish tank for us and I could be like the special girl in the house of boys. Um, you do and like then to I, special I was, girl. Yeah. I mean, I've never known any different. So, I was thinking, would Harris and I be good on The Amazing Race together as a team? Because my ex uh-huh. and I would have been a terrible team on The Amazing Race. And then Fair. I was wondering if you and I, you and I would either be an incredible team on The Amazing Race or it would be a disaster.
1: I think we'd be an incredible team for entertainment on The Amazing Race. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you are the best for traveling competitively. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so good at organization, though. No, I know you're good at organization, but just think about, like, when we went to Paris. Yeah, like, I was Let's specifically go out. thinking
0: about Paris. I'm like, I'm yeah. tired, so I'm going to stay yeah. in the hotel room. However, you ended up going to a Christmas market that wasn't a Christmas market, and it was just a bunch of, like, yeah, but really I also ended up going hanging around
1: <laughs> near a church. So Yeah, but, like, that's the go get energy one needs to succeed on The Amazing Race. True. My main I thing also I I lack The Amazing like Race to wake up. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Every time we've gone anywhere you've been out for breakfast for like two hours and then i'm like i'm, I'm here yeah <laughs> i'm so. ready to start the day my itinerary is like we're up at 6 a.m and then i rock up to like a cafe in montmartre at like 11
1: exactly yeah so um so yeah <laughs>
0: it, it, entertainment wise i
1: think we could beat out I, like a fair few teams i think i think we'd be great entertainment wise just because we're both really competitive and you would start With everyone be like, what the fuck is she doing? Because you'd be like, we're doing this, this, and this. And I'd be like, yes, Maddie, we're doing this, this, and this. And then I'd wake up and I'd be like, Maddie, please, let's go. And you're like, mm mm. But then, like, the one
0: week that I really messed up, like, the universe would be on our side and it would be a non elimination week. True. Yeah. So I think we would probably do okay. We'd do okay Uh until we got into a situation where, like, one stressful thing pushed me over the edge and then I just, like, (laughs) break
1: down. (laughs) One
0: stressful thing being, like, the host saying, Go on the first episode, <laughs> yeah, or like any time that I
1: perceive another team to have cheated.
0: Also, anytime you,
1: like... anytime that you would have to go to a, like a city that you like don't have time to like acclimatize to or like anytime like, I can't I think you're straighten forgetting... my hair like... yeah I think you're forgetting like the race element of it like That's you don't get to true. go and just like hang out in a country I
0: know and just really upset that I have to hang out just in this country right now but yeah I think tough. on amazing race I think Harris and I could do okay I think, my ex and I, I think my ex and I would have done terrible I think you and I really would have been like we would become darlings like the nation's sweetheart oh
1: absolutely but
0: we would not win
1: No, No. I think if I had to be on any reality TV show, it would definitely be amazing race for me. And I would honestly probably do the one where you go with your dad, because I think that we would actually travel really well all with Liam. And that would bring so much more drama. So it depends on the angle I'm going for. But I think I could effectively travel with either of them. Um, Could I do it with Riley? No, I don't think I could. I think just because no, she's too nice to get cast. Yeah, and like... also it just, no, it wouldn't,
0: no, it, it would no, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said that the reality show I would do best on is mm-hmm. Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, God,
1: I thought you were about to say Amazing Race. I'm like, that's depressing, Maddie. No, so. no. Celebrity Big Brother could be a vibe.
0: Because normal Big Brother, like, people don't know you and they can really paint you as a villain. I think it would be quite easy to paint me as a villain if you have footage of me 24-7. Whereas Celebrity Big Brother, people already like kind of know who you are once you go in there. Yeah, you've
1: got something to stand on. Yeah,
0: I think I'd do really well. in Honestly, in a Big Brother environment, I would thrive. Mm. Like Love Island, mm, no, I would never. I'd be fully clothed and inside the house at all times, so I would not do well on Love Island. (laughs) But Celebrity Big Brother, yeah. Anyway, back to my win, is the fact that there are like 40 (laughs) seasons of Survivor. And earlier this week, I've been really sad that I can't be in Berlin specifically because the other night I had a dream about this one night out that I had in Berlin in like 2014. Um, And it was just such a fun night out. Like I did have to babysit a guy that I know because he took some weird German drugs. But in babysitting him at the German club, I got to watch the sun rise over the river. And it was really beautiful. beautiful. And it was very very much a main character Mm, series of events for me. Um, and then I got upset that I couldn't be in Berlin. And then for some reason, my brain was like, you know what? You can't be in Berlin, but you sure can watch every fucking season
1: of Survivor. Um, <laughs> One and the same, really. Yeah.
0: And so as of last night, Survivor I started watching... set
1: in Berlin. Well, this one's in Borneo, so it's at least got the alliteration. It's gonna be.
0: Yeah. So I'm watching Survivor Borneo. I started last night and I'm already down to like the final six so I'm doing quite well at my, my new goal of watching every single season of Survivor chronologically. Fair. Um, and I you feel know that what? with the Real Housewives. I'm not in Berlin, but today I'm intent. more annoyed that I'm not in Rome. So it is changing things on some level. We keep so things spicy here at the Cabin Fever Podcast. That's my win for this week. The readily available nature of
1: all 40 seasons of Survivor. Nice. Yeah. Um, my win for this week... Is actually a pretty big one mm-hmm. because we've talked about on the podcast before where I felt very sad that I didn't have this, but now I do.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, uh huh. So I recently learned that Instagram had been hiding like a lot of DM requests from me. Like I'd never <laughs> seen these before in my life. And then suddenly they've just all appeared. But from like dating back to 2018, yeah, they've all just appeared out of nowhere. And I'm well, like, okay. There's that other section that you have to click on. No, I know that though. Like, I go into that normally. Yeah. Like, not well, like every day, but like I have checked in on that regularly, and I've never seen any of these. And they are so just all filled. What is it that you now suddenly have? I have had two requests in <laughs> an MLM. You're, like, dating back to 2018. That's less than one a year, you sad bitch. Well, I didn't go through all of those messages, but there was one at the very top, and then I scrolled, and then, like, I just kind of scanned for, like, the hey girl or the hey babe. Yeah. Um, And I did find two, and I was very pleased, because, as you recall, in one of the episodes, I was upset that I've never received a request by someone to be in an MLM, and... I'm just really stoked to tell you all now that I have received those. And actually, I had received those at the time of recording. Instagram was just probably doing me a favor um, and hiding them from me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was probably like, this is spam. We've never had anyone respond positively to a message yeah. that
1: this template. <laughs> Legit. Um, so that is my win. That's great. Although I will say, though, my other win is the thing that I did yesterday when I was um, depresso. And I ju- I called up um, a travel agency and... I had to tell a little lie, guys. I was really depressed and I wanted to tell a little lie.
0: The opportunity to tell a little lie is also a win for you because that is one of your a favorite A little treat.
1: Hobbies. Yeah. So I called them up and I told them that um, oh, my parents um, are thinking of retiring and taking their big trip because I think that's some. Something that people do is their big trip after they retire. um, But they can't come into the store. So could I come in and get a couple of magazines and like brochures for them just so they can start planning? And they were like, sure, because they have so much backlog. Um, And I finally got my hands on some travel magazines for vision boarding because Maddie and I are obsessed with the Jetstar magazine. But obviously, we haven't been flying Jetstar lately.
0: And also, they don't even have the magazines at the moment because COVID, they don't have anything, the seatbacks.
1: Exactly. So that's really depressing to me. Um, but I finally got my hands on some pretty pictures of travel stuff in a magazine form. And that made me very happy. And I got to tell a fun little lie.
0: That was, that was a big win for you.
1: Double win. What a week.
0: What a week what you a had. What a week. So what's your line?
1: Oh, well, Maddie, I've already told this to you. And I think I will share it with the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have thought of the best phrase Ever. That I am so surprised that no one else has thought of it. Oh, because I hate it. Because is- <laughs> it is... so much. It is so incredible for its purpose. And the reason that I'm like, this is so... I don't know if it's so good, it's bad, or if it's so bad, it's good. I am Either way. my eyes
0: like a cult professor going through a divorce. <laughs> like, I just can't.
1: Either way... The second I let this listen to the world, which I'm about to do, right here, live on Cabin Viewer Podcast, I know that MLM Boss Babes and, like, those, like, million-dollar entrepreneur, like, boys on Instagram are going to love it. And that phrase is... Maddie, drumroll, please. You can't build an empire part-time. <laughs> it's so good! It's not even true. It's so... true. It doesn't not true. have to be. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> To be like a an incredible boss babe MLM. That is valid. Your millionaire boy quote. It doesn't. If need you'll to go be. back
0: to our hit episode Boss Babes <laughs> versus Boss Baby, you'll hear a lot about about boss babe quotes and how uh, they don't need to be even partially true.
1: No, it's just it's so good. And I googled for it because I was like, surely someone's come up with this, and they haven't. It's not on anyone's Pinterest board. It's not on anyone's Young Living Instagram account. And I am so impressed. So if we do have any boss babes or like millionaire finance bro douchebags listening to this one really weird are you lost but two I give you permission to spread it into your community as long as you quote us
0: they don't ever quote who there's that one bitch Rachel Hollis that speaks at all the conventions and she'll take a quote from like Gandhi and say it's her like these people are not this is not the community that's
1: gonna gonna credit you if you're listening Ugh. Please credit us. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, that's my wine, is that I've thought of the best phrase ever, but it's like, it's a blessing and a curse, you know, because it's so good that it's bad. And it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. Maddie, what's your wine?
0: My wine? Well, <laughs> let me tell you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I might have thought, but now that I no longer live with a boy, <sighs> my home... You know, I'd have control. I'd have control over my space and things would be where they need to be. And there were no more horrible, horrible surprises around the corner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm very good at keeping my home stocked. At, like, thinking ahead uh-huh. and, like, having what I need in the kitchen, having what I need in general, and just being like, you know what, I should have a backup of this, blah, 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 blah. Yep. So, a couple of weeks ago, the power in my building went out. And so I was like, you know what? The end of this mayo that was in my fridge, like, I'm just going to chuck it out. I've got a backup mayo. It's fine. Because I always have Uh-oh. a backup mayo
1: sense in it the cupboard. Looming. And, like,
0: I knew it was there as well. Like, I'd seen the backup mayo because mm-hmm. I'm like, catch me without mayonnaise in my house. Might as well shoot me dead. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely not. So I'm like, thank God I have this backup mayonnaise. I've done my fridge clear out. I've got my grocery shop in. We're all good. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make myself a little burger. And like, uh-huh. I'm not going to make myself a freaking Linda McCartney veggie burger without some mayonnaise. I am not from the jungle. Um, <laughs> Which
1: jungle? <laughs>
0: Borneo. <laughs> They do not have mayonnaise on Survivor, I'll tell you that for free. They've been eating rat flesh.
1: Never say we don't give you guys helpful, valuable information. No mayo on Borneo. No, but they did
0: win some spices very early on in the game. Exciting. So I go into the cupboard, I get out the mayo, I'm like, yep, full jar of mayo, love it. However, the little seal around the mayonnaise, like the second ring that comes off when you open it, that's Mm -hmm. dangling down. Uh-oh. And I'm like, that doesn't look right to me. That doesn't look right at all.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's just come loose because the backup mayo's been in here for a while. hmm I crack the top. Well, not really crack because there's no seal to crack. <laughs> I open it up, and this keep in mind, this backup mayo has been in a cupboard uh-huh. with all the other like pantry supplies. Yeah. There is one small scoop. That has been taken out of the backup mayo. So, what this what? fucking animal has done, by animal I mean my ex boyfriend, <laughs> is at some point he's thought, I want some mayonnaise. He's not gone to the fridge mayo, which is always there. There's even a backup fridge mayo that's just not the brand I like.
1: What? There's mayo in the
0: fridge. So, at some point, he has gone
1: into the cupboard, opened I mean, up the backup it might not mayo. Have been Maybe someone did it in the supermarket. No. Could it be? No. No.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because if it had been open when I was putting it into the cupboard initially, sure would've I would have been like, what the hell? Yeah. So at some point, he's gone in, got the backup mayo, opened it up, taken the seal off of it, taken one little scoop of mayonnaise out to use, <laughs> put the top back on the jar, and then just put it back in the cupboard.
1: Uh, back in the fucking to cupboard. Do you reckon he did it like... If you guys had a fight, but he didn't know how to express his emotions to you, so he just kind of went into the cupboard and took a scoop of mayo and then put it back in. It was like, that'll show her.
0: No, in that circumstance, he would just... <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> I will have had to bleep that out. That's <laughs> but, you know, I know what he would have done if he had issues and didn't want to talk about it. It's not just defacing my backup mayonnaise. <laughs> so that's oh just like... When that happened, I was like what is this monster? Like, truly. <laughs>
1: that you the, let into your home. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I'm like, I'm the kind of person who thinks to have backup mayo. And I was living with someone who would open mayonnaise, take some out of it, and put it back in the cupboard. Mayonnaise is not a cupboard condiment.
1: I agree. Like, it there really can be isn't. debate for ketchup, but there is no but debate ma- for mayo. There's no debate for mayonnaise. That's no, made yeah. out of egg. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, what is wrong with you so yeah that's just a little thing that has happened to me <laughs> that's made me be like it feels like someone's slapping me from beyond the grave quite frankly mm, no i see mm. that yeah but it also just did, did drive home to me you know the hell i was living through imagine just never knowing if your backup mayo has been tampered with or not <laughs> you know just God. put it in the fridge just put it away in the fridge you know If you've accidentally opened the backup mayo and you're like, oh, shit, there's already mayo in the fridge. Just put the backup mayo in the fridge. It keeps fine. I don't like fancy mayonnaise. I like the really cheap, nasty stuff. (laughs) Just put it in the fridge. Uh, So that's my line. That is upsetting. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm. So that's an example of um, Uh a partnership that didn't work out, you know? Mm -hmm. And this episode is about the opposite of that, (laughs) it really is yeah so what I need to tell you guys is that this episode was recorded like a couple months ago so Uh if at any point what I'm saying in this episode sounds as though I'm still in like a loving long term relationship um, nothing has changed in my real life this is just old (laughs) Yeah. this is just old I'm still very (laughs) much by myself
1: Um, if there are any suitors listening
0: Seriously, shoot your shot. I'm at that point now where I'm just like... No, you're I'm, not.
1: Maddie, no, we're not dating yet. No, you're not. You're not at that point. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not at the point to be actively looking, but if the right oh person God, were no. to come along and no. shoot their shot... Right who person, please, for the sake of your future relationship with Maddie, do not shoot your shot right now.
0: <laughs> if you are a brunette male who looks wait a bit like three me. to four months you're nice and tall tall is a big one for me not mm-hmm. like six five that's a bit much
1: <laughs> seven like... foot on nothing <laughs> don't approach me if you're not eight foot tall
0: remember for christmas when i watched the michael jordan documentary and then i realized that i had a crush on dennis rodman because <laughs> he reminded me of Rodman, Pete Davidson, if you're listening,
1: <laughs> I'm ready to make some really bad choices. Uh, um, you know what? Those guys can hit you up right now. Not ass, Rodman, you. Fiona. Not Dennis Rodman.
0: <laughs> That's a bad
1: idea. They're both bad ideas. That's why I'm saying do it now. So um, get it actually, out. I think you'll find that Pete Davidson really <sighs> wants kids. Like he keeps That's talking about g- it.
0: Into- <laughs> In the interviews, Pete Davidson's always just talking about, like, how all he wants is just, like, to have a family. And I'm like, I can accommodate that, probably.
1: Oh, my God. There
0: is a chance I could be barren. I don't know. But emotionally, oh I'd be happy to accommodate Pete Davidson just having some kids, like, pretty much immediately.
1: Uh, anyway, what's this episode about, Maddie? This episode is about <laughs> celebrity henchmen.
0: <laughs> yeah, Who we want by our side in different scenarios.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going now, to be a treat. It really is a treat. It's a great one from what I remember from when we recorded this before my life fell apart. Yeah. Um, and if you are a, a tall brunette male listening to this episode and you're like, wow, the one with the weird, unplaceable accent seems like a bit of me. Um, <laughs> and I legally can get to Melbourne, Australia at, in the current oh climate. My God. Um, I am
1: available on social media. Then no, no. Then you DM Fiona. And I will set it up at the appropriate time when you are ready for that.
0: She won't do that, guys. She won't. I would. not
1: <laughs> That's what I'm keeping
0: love from you intentionally. Fiona, I don't think you understand how few straight guys we have listening to this <laughs> podcast. Yes, we have got to. I, I mean. don't think that there's much of a high chance that there's like a banging tall brunette guy in the appropriate age group for me. <laughs> Which is 27 and above guys Between 20, 27 and 32 27 and
1: above, no limit I said just between 27 and 32
0: 27 and 32 because there's this one guy That's like a really approachable nerd Who makes videos about like Animal Crossing And Mario <laughs> And I'm like I could do that I could, hit, I could slide into his DMs <sighs> But unfortunately he lives in America So I'm not going to do that to myself But that's yeah. where we're at, he's a comforting okay. nerd And I'm like a comforting nerd who
1: like f- Physically is my type
0: sure was exciting for you it's not exciting for me it's really just showing the fact that i
1: i just need you to keep fantasizing about some random animal crossing nerd so that you can get your shit together before the real thing comes along i could dm him fiona oh my god i really could okay let's get on with the episode before your threats continue (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah this is celebrity henchman it's a real real cracker of an episode um, we will be doing polls on our Instagram, which is at hey Cabin Fever, about who you would choose in each yeah. of these scenarios. So a very interactive one. Great for that, you know, audience participation aspect. <laughs> um, I don't know if we'll be back at the end of this episode. I don't remember if we recorded an outro, but...
1: I feel like we did. I get the vibes that we did. And you know what? Yeah. If not, enjoy the abrupt cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Sure. I'll put some angel chimes <laughs> at the
0: end. Yes, do it. So for today's main event, we are going to be building upon a concept that used to be quite a prevalent theme in our lives, and that is which celebrities we trust. Yes. So we used to have, like, a definitive list of, I think, three celebrities it was each three who could hold
1: your firstborn. Who
0: we would, like, trust to help us out in an emergency situation. Yeah. Mine, I don't remember who they are, but I do remember one of them was Khloe Kardashian, and yeah. that is no longer applicable. I don't it believe isn't. that for a second anymore.
1: Uh, (laughs) yeah my 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 firm ones used to be Nicki minaj chloe kardashian harry styles two out of three actually i think nikki's a bit more in her own world now yeah less attainable i think harry would still help me out but anyway (laughs) we're getting ahead of ourselves so we've extrapolated that
0: concept um and instead of just being like which celebs would we trust we've come up with 13 categories And for each of these categories slash situations, we must select a celebrity henchman and explain why it is that we think that celebrity would be the best to accompany us in that situation. Also, I
1: won't lie. You keep calling it celebrity henchman. I think a henchman is like a big burly dude who helps you, like helps the bad guy kill someone. Is henchman just... An accomplice. It's a, a fun account? word. I don't want to be like celebrity buddies.
0: That sounds like a shit episode, and I would not click. Well, they're not. They're not all buddies. It's just. I don't know if I don't know the word. What the word henchman means? It's a really fun word. I just don't understand what's bad about a henchman. Like I imagine it as like a cri- like a criminal
1: partner. Okay. Okay. I was just making sure I didn't have the definition in my head wrong. No, you're correct. Okay. Cool. I not right. want
0: to call it something boring.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a faithful follower or political supporter. Especially one prepared to engage in crime or violence by way of service.
0: Exactly. And the whole point is they got to be able to work with us on these things. Yes. Some of them are crimes. Some of them are crimes. so we will each have chosen one celebrity yeah. for each of these situations, except for one of them where we have specified it needs to be two, and we will explain our reasons why and then ultimately decide whose option who picks the better person truly,
1: truly is better for that situation. Yeah.
0: So sit back, relax.
1: Grab a cuppa,
0: and then a couple whiskey.
1: Get crunk, <laughs> whiskey—the drink of wild children. Can you imagine the vibe of someone just like
0: kicking back on like a Tuesday afternoon, getting fucked up while listening to this? <laughs> just, or,
1: but only on like whiskey neat. You know,
0: <laughs> no. They like hate whiskey,
1: but they're like that's the vibe. it's like a sip and then like a shudder, like a yeah, full body shudder every time. <laughs> okay, well, so it, if that's you, wow, do you feel seen right now? A anyway. So- <laughs> Send so us a pick, is- too at Hey Cabin Fever on Instagram and Twitter. Correct, flawless. <laughs> Let's dive right in. Okay, situation number one, which is a really stock standard. It's the common one. We start, we easy win. Dip your toes in, lads. It's a desert island. Do you see dip your toes in because we're on desert island? Dip yeah. into the ocean. That's right. Okay, who have you chosen, Maddie? For this one, it's an obvious one, mm-hmm. but
0: also just like I truly believe, such a good option. Mm-hmm. It's The Rock. Fair. That's super solid. Yeah. So my reasons for this are he's a dad and also seems like a good dude. So I believe he would genuinely look out for me and not try to murder me for meat. Yes. That's important. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a smart guy who's lived an interesting life. So he'd have good ideas, re-survival tactics and also provide interesting enough company to get through it without going insane. So let's have very like, fair. actual conversations. Yeah. I think he'd respect my personal space and let me just vibe while he gets on with his stuff, mm-hmm. but also not ever leave me fully alone and vulnerable to predators. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously he could do all the manual labor survival shit that I cannot.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. So. My, oh, sorry. I do have another layer. Oh, oh. Layer it up, Maddie. Which is. I need to down the desert island. <laughs> layer oh. up? Like you don't need to layer up. It's warm. It might be cold. It might be
0: chilly at a yeah, night. Yeah. Okay. Knows. I, I might just be exposed to the elements, you know? Never. But probably not, because if if nothing else, I could just sit behind the rock. Yeah. But my my second <laughs> kind of reasoning for this is that I cannot imagine the rock being stranded on a desert island and not being rescued. So yeah. he's the right level of famous that he'd 100% be found, because people would be looking. Smart, But... Um, he does not have the uh-oh vibe. Some celebrities do, where you just know intuitively they die there under hideous circumstances and be discovered just a little bit too late. Mm-hmm. So celebrities who do have that vibe, uh, just in case you're wondering, okay, include Bella Hadid. Yeah.
1: Um, Jay,
0: <laughs> My pick is down. out. No, Bella. <laughs> Jay Baruchel, who always plays himself in Seth Rogen movies and also voices um, How to Train Your Dragon. Um, Beto O'Rourke, a thousand percent. Yeah. Katy Perry, but at a devastating low point in her career. Mm-hmm. Sadly, Louis from One Direction. Mm-hmm. And Margot Robbie if she weren't Australian. Fair. So those are people that I'm like, when I think of them on the desert island, I'm like, uh-oh,
1: I don't I don't want to be involved. Yeah. But The Rock, I'm like, a thousand percent, they'd find him, and it would just be a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I do think you've won this one, because this is my vaguest answer. Mm-hmm. Um... I did go straight to Bear Grylls for the survival instinct, but I I was like, I think he'd just be annoying. He is an asshole. Apparently, he's like the leader of the Scouts in the UK, and like Jake's Mm. sisters
0: went to a Scout thing, and they were all like, "Ah, he sucks."
1: Yeah, I believe I was like, I feel like survival element great, but I feel like he sounds like a dick. Before you give your real answer, can I tell a Bear Grylls fun fact? Oh, sure. So he has three sons called. I think is
0: it Huckleberry? Fuck, just give me one second. Yes, it is. It's Huckleberry. So he has three sons Mm -hmm. called Huckleberry marmaduke and jesse right wow. <laughs> wow,
1: he hated jesse yeah and one time he left jesse just no. on a rock oh
0: my like, god, oh my god.
1: <laughs> So yeah if he's gonna do that to his own kid, kid i don't want him on. No, yeah. yeah um and so my final answer was just one of the chrises i don't think i actually can truly tell them apart mm-hmm. i know chris pratt is in a homophobic church so not that one yeah but I don't know the rest of the Chris's apart, but one of the Chris's, because they are strong. Yes. They can look out for it. And then I can learn which which one of the Chris's are. I can oh, f- identify one later on. Hopefully. <laughs> After a few, however
0: long on a You deserted would island. You'd just go through the whole time just calling him Chris, and you'd leave not knowing which one it was. No, but I'd get
1: some personality from him, and then I'd be like, look, every, oh, I'd ask him to write his name in the sand, his last name in the sand, so I can go back and look at it every time. And or you'd be like, is this man Australian or not? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I dated a guy who went to he, his teacher in high school was the Pineses. That's the one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, oh, it's, wow. Liam, really it's Liam. It's really Liam and Kenza. Yeah. That's okay, it. Okay, yeah.
0: So what we've found is she's not joking. She's not pretending this is a real bimbo moment.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah, he his teacher was their mom. Yeah, so. They weren't very violent. Um, anyway, I get to know which one of them were, and I feel like they all—they all seem to have fun stories. They all seem pretty fine. So I just said one of the Chrises. I think we can agree that you win this round. Yeah. Yeah. However. But I'm still pretty happy with my answer. Out of the two
0: primary Chris's, which is Evans and Hemsworth. Uh huh.
1: Weirdly, I think I would go with Chris
0: Evans because Chris Hemsworth, okay. like, I feel like he'd get annoyed with me because I'd be, I just want to like not do all the survival shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas Chris Evans seems like a sweetie pie and he's also very strong, so. I'm just like, because mm-hmm, I don't know <laughs> which ones they are. You're
1: like,
0: I'm going to back this up somehow, <laughs> but I don't know who these people are.
1: Yeah. So, so Maddie can win that Winner one. The round. Excuse me, one. not really knowing who I've picked. Okay. But I, I do trust my vibe with it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank sure. you. Um. So. Situation number two. Next up.
0: Stealing the crown jewels. Mm -hmm. Who would be your partner for this, Fiona? I'm very happy with this.
1: Colin Firth. Okay. Because he is an incredibly trustworthy lad, not just to moi, but to the people around him. He could distract easily. He can do a disguise. He can play any fucking part in this. He's a very intelligent man. I wouldn't be surprised if he's had some kind of access to the crown jewels or could easily get that access. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I, just, I feel like he would just be a vibe and would trust me out. Trust me out. Which, tr- like, would help me out. Yeah. And is trustworthy to both me and everyone around
0: him. I like the two of your arguments where everyone loves Colin Firth. Yes. He can charm them. And also, we're
1: going to put him in a disguise. No, but it's like, if there could be many parts of this, Maddie. Maybe he has yeah. to put on a prosthetic nose to be a security guard after he's charmed with the other one to going on his break or something. Yeah. I just think that he would be fantastic in that situation. And just... A hoot to be around yes. in a Stealing the crown jewels vibe, and it's just again the vibe. I yeah, really feel does like have stealing. He the kind of celebrity
0: where people will be like, "Absolutely, sarcastic. to this one." Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, my chosen? partner for Stealing the crown jewels is mm-hmm. Prince Philip.
1: Oh fuck you! Yeah. That's
0: no, you can't pick a fucking royal. Um, I can. I'll tell you why. Well, I'm picking the Queen. No, if I pick the Queen, then it's like she. W- actually, I don't believe she would help me at all. I don't believe for a second. I just I feel like no. no. However, okay. Prince Philip also is not even, like, he he's married into the British royal family, so he yeah. doesn't have the same kind of clearance as the Queen.
1: Yeah, I think he might have a bit more clearance than Colin Firth. Yeah, well, or you your... should have thought about that before you pick be Colin Firth. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry for thinking of non-royal family members. Well, I didn't
0: pick fucking Prince William, did I? No, because he would not be helpful. And I'll tell you why Prince Philip <laughs> okay, would be me, the best choice.
1: Tell me why Prince Philip. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> he's a sneaky operator. Mm-hmm. Gets away with fucking Anything, uh-huh. And would also be able to get very, very close to them in a private setting without arousing any suspicion. This is assuming he's still alive. He's been dead for years, but he's still walking around. So I yeah. think we're fine. <laughs> um, also, he's very unlikely to be executed for treason slash punished in any way. Yeah. So he wouldn't lose his nerve and bitch out. Um, not that he would anyway, because he went to Gordon Stone and his sister was a Nazi. So mm-hmm. he's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he also could cover things up from the inside. Yep because he's in the royal family. That's right. <laughs> I also firmly believe he would be absolutely fine just straight up threatening any witnesses and using whatever corrupt means necessary to get away with it. I think that he is a, a he he is <sighs> cutthroat.
1: I don't. I think he's a, a soft marshmallow man at this point. I think he's just oh, a bit of a force. really. I've not watched Last Season the Crown. No, I meant in
0: real life. He, what have you seen about he like Hit someone with his car and like wouldn't apologize till the media forced him to. <laughs> like, <laughs> I truly believe Prince Philip
1: w- would would be the absolute ideal. Okay. Yeah. Well, like no, I just I hate I hate your answer because I know that you've won, but I don't think I don't think you played fair in that <laughs> picking
0: the royal family. If I, if I wasn't playing fair, I would have said the Queen. However, the queen's <laughs> temperament would would, have would not know. allow for She has it. so much respect for the institution,
1: and for the crown, Yeah, that I would. She would narc on me, and I would get fucking yeah, executed. I think you've done a good job on choosing. I mean, probably I'd probably go for Harry no. if I was going royal family. No, Harry, Harry wouldn't get mixed up in it. He
0: is. He just wants to protect his own family he at just this wants point, to get out, yeah. and he would. Ne- he does not have the the, the absolute guts. killer instinct. Yeah, no, you're you're it.
1: you are okay. You're right. <sighs> I'm just mad about it. Yeah, I think that should be a tie. I don't. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
0: however, I will say, as far as commoners go, Colin Firth is a pretty good one. I think it's that's the one. top one. I don't know. Hugh Grant could be. He's re- already really no, good at disguises, think... as seen in Paddington. Too.
1: <laughs> he is very good at disguises.
0: I don't know. I think uh, less trustworthy. Yeah, yeah,
1: I just trust Colin Firth more. Okay. Fine, whatever. You have that one, but I think the people know that you shouldn't. <laughs> but right. they've got a
0: lot of a lot of them to go, not all of mine are that strong. I don't yeah. Know. Well, no, okay. they are, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next up, commit a murder. Do a murder. Be the murderer. Be the murderer. Yes, with this person. Yes, with this person. So you're going to kill someone together. And you you want to get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who have you chosen? So David Attenborough. Nice. I've got the same energy. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like> <laughs> your <laughs> reasons, and then I'll give my same ones for the different person. That's the same person, basically. Yeah.
0: First of all, no one in the world is gonna suspect fucking David Attenborough of mm-hmm. doing a murder. Yes.
1: These um, <laughs> are like literally like they just
0: wouldn't dare. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he'd know lots of weird shit about animal venoms and whatnot, mm-hmm. and also remote locations to dispose of the body. Yeah. So like he'd have the intel down, and no one would even fucking think for a second. Yes. Um, if he did get caught, no one would believe it. And if yep. they did, he's too old for them to want to punish him. Yep. Um, plus, I think he has friends in high enough places that, yep. like, really there'd be a cover-up. And finally, I do genuinely think he'd take the fall for me if necessary, because he'd see the potential of the years ahead of me to help move the planet towards progress. And he is very selfless, plus he's already agreed to the murder. So in for a penny, in for a pound.
1: Uh, I have all of those reasons, plus... Um, he would be quite a calming influence while we do the murder because I might stress out a little bit because I've not done a murder before. First <laughs> time, you know, will I have beginner's luck? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Stephen Fry. Yeah. <laughs> so just all of your, I have literally written all of your reasons. I've just chosen Stephen Fry over David and but old British man is the answer.
0: He did cross my mind, but he's got that element of ego, yeah. that David Attenborough doesn't have. So I was like, what if that causes some sort of tension? But I, I
1: feel that I would just get along with Stephen Fry. I've read enough of his autobiographies that I'm like, I feel like we would actually just kind of vibe. Yeah. And therefore I trust him more than David Attenborough. Oh, I wouldn't. A thousand percent, I wouldn't. But like, as in, for me personally, I think we would click. Okay. I do. Um, So we're, we're honestly very deadlocked. i think this picture, one is a deadlock. Yeah, because we've picked pretty much the yeah, same I person for found, the same reasons.
0: Yeah, I'd say we've, we've honestly I wouldn't work as well with Stephen Fry you wouldn't work as well with David Attenborough. I agree. I agree with that. Whereas David Attenborough would be like you remind me of my granddaughter so let's do this killing together Yeah, won't knock on I, I
1: think Stephen Fry would be kind of like this is a bit of an adventure and like we both went to boarding school we're both gay like I just feel like we'd click it'd be a fun time. Yeah so that's a tie. Yeah <laughs> I love how both of our minds went for like cold blooded murder who should we get <laughs> old white British man <laughs> okay next up to solve a murder okay who are we gonna bring in maddie to help us solve a murder you go first because my um my reasoning is just one sentence okay well mine is lisa vanderpump Mm -hmm. because i know she has the resources she can she has all the connections to help us figure it out yeah she'll make ken do all the dirty work so like if i don't want to touch a bloody thing she'll Mm -hmm. just call ken over It'll be kind of fun, just like, I think just the vibe of Solving a Murder with Lisa Vanderpump, it really makes sense. Mm -hmm. And we get such good insta pics while doing it. I'm just really keen. Yeah. What's yours? Um, Celine Dion.
0: Okay. And my reason is, I just feel like she's got it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I just feel like you go to Celine, you're like, Celine, there's been a murder. She goes, all right, (laughs) I've got it.
1: And then she, you don't know what the fuck she'd do, but she'd nail it mm-hmm. first go. I think I win this one. I agree. Because I think Lisa Homp has the vibe also. I they, she, no, I agree. Yeah. I nice. do think Celine Dion, though, she does just have Oh, she it. does have it. Yeah. I, I completely, you know what? I also love how we've gone for an identical vibe with that one Why? Too. Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> okay throw a divorce party and I, if we've done the same vibe here i had two on mine but i was like you might take this person i really don't know how you would be able to beat this one okay so to throw
0: my divorce party yes i have chosen share
1: oh okay no that's better yeah, yeah. i thought you're gonna say um christine from what's the show Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. Absolutely not.
0: She'd make it all about her. So. Cher would
1: make it all about me.
0: Okay. So, for Cher, you have automatically won the breakup if Cher is throwing your divorce party. True. No fuck. one in the world can compete with that. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if, like, you got cheated on a million times with everyone you know. If yeah. Cher is throwing your divorce party... You've won. It's so embarrassing for the other person. Yeah. Um. She'd get so into the fuck you vibe... Yeah. ...without it ever crossing over into bitter. Mm-hmm. Um everything from catering to entertainment and choice of venue would be
1: genius mm-hmm. in a way that no one else could come up with. Yeah. And she'd probably play some ABBA. Mm. Nice. Mm. Mm. That's very good. Mine is Larinska from Yummy Mummies. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> because she would also throw a killer party. Mm-hmm. And I know you haven't seen Yummy Mummies, but like, I hate how you say it so much. <laughs> it's, not, it's the show name. Well, Will and I did watch one episode, but it was just so bad that I couldn't get through it, and that is saying it, so much. It, you just got to power through. Um, I stand by my answer. I think she would be a great pick, but I will concede sure because that's just, that is yeah. incredible. Yeah, incredible. So sure, well is the
0: ultimate for that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, the next one is, who would you want by your side uh, in order to rid a small village of vampirism? I don't have an explanation, so you go first and then I'll just say. I've chosen Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. Okay. Uh, first of all, it would just be so fucking funny.
1: Yeah. Like, there
0: would just be nothing funnier in the world yeah. than me and Kate McKinnon getting on a plane, going to some village in Eastern Europe. Yeah. And then just being like, "We're here to rid this village of vampires," yeah. just as ourselves. Mm-hmm. That to me is just the funniest fucking concept in the world. Um, I don't know if Kate McKinnon and I would naturally gel in a normal situation. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think we would like not get along. But I think <laughs> we'd like, "Don't guys, we wouldn't fight." <laughs> but I just think there wouldn't be much natural chemistry there. Yeah. But under specifically these circumstances, I could see some real magic happening. Mm-hmm. She'd also be a hundred percent convincing as whatever kind of vampire slayer slash expert we needed for our plan yep um, so if it's a matter of calming down the villagers, she would get the job done mm-hmm. like she would go hard yeah um, and if it is literal vampires, I honestly reckon she'd manage to chat with them and they'd just be like, yeah sure Kate, I hear what you're saying um, and you have a certain gen aqua so I'm gonna do as you say. Like she just has an aura where it's like the supernatural would favor you. okay,
1: yeah, yeah, that's fair. Adam Driver. He... <laughs> I can just see him doing this on every level. One, he'd be keen. He'd be so fucking keen to do this. Mm-hmm. Two, I trust that he has a lot of knowledge about different vampire lore and understanding how vampires work. Mm-hmm. Three, the guts. I believe that if they were real vampires, he'd be like, all right, where do we go? How do we do it? Stake? got it. And just, we just go and kill and it would be fine. I just very strongly feel about this
0: i just wouldn't want to be in a small village with adam driver like i feel like oh, i'd love just, that i'd be like really on edge the whole time I whereas came here right. and i'd be like this is a buddy comedy even if it does get really dark i think it'd be, an Ad- and- it be a buddy comedy with adam driver
1: he's hilarious i don't even want to be in a room with adam driver let alone in a small village. okay but this isn't this isn't on based on who you want to be in a room with i do
0: get a similar vibe from him well he's it literally is like he he's the dark version of what I'm imagining with Kate McKinnon. Like Kate McKinnon, okay. and supernatural would be like, You're special, so they'd listen. Yeah. And him, it's like there's something terrifying. Yeah, and they're like
1: you. he they're like, okay, we fear and respect you. I think I think vampires would respect Adam Driver. And I think they would like Kate McKinnon. I do think mate, if it is a matter of reading whether it.
0: whether if it's just like trying to calm down villagers and it's hysteria. I think maybe Kate McKinnon would have it because she could turn into literally whatever kind
1: of but character But we're not ruining we a small village of hysteria. We're reading a small village of vampirism. I also think she could nail that. I think, I really think Adam Drive is the winner here. Okay. I think he has the darker vibe that we need to tackle vampirism in this small eastern village. I'll give it to you, but I don't agree. Um, our next category. This is
0: the one that I think I've maybe written the most about. Oh, okay. And it is who we would want to accompany us on a cruise. Yes. Cruises for both of us are not a fun time. Literally just
1: my worst nightmare. Yeah. Pregnancy, so hip replacement,
0: cruise. Yeah. So this is just,
1: this is a very high stakes one. We have yeah. to nail it. Who have you chosen? Jonathan McQueer Yeah. Because I think he has the right element of being able to calm me down. I would feel safe in his presence, mm-hmm. but also a bit of fun. We would have fun on a cruise. I just think they'd be down. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't really have much, much more to say than that. I just think they are one of the very, very few people on this earth who could make me feel calm and safe on a cruise ship and that is really saying something
0: okay i've
1: written several paragraphs on mine
0: <laughs> and that is jade from little mix mm-hmm. so I on this lit- cruise. she was
1: my she was my other choice but i was like is that to me so i put little mix so i didn't do it well
0: we have a thing where like we we aren't allowed to use the same person for more than one thing and yeah. like we can't use like every member of one direction for different questions or yeah so yeah For Jade and myself on the cruise, I would imagine us having the kind of friendship that would be made stronger by the cabin fever of a cruise rather than completely ruined by it. Mm -hmm. I think she'd be like, what the fuck, at the same things that I would, but she could also encourage me to embrace the tackiness and find the actual enjoyable bits more than I would alone, without forcing me to do things I just do not want to do. I can imagine us having similar cruise ship hobbies, pastimes, and interests, Like capitalizing on so many foods in one place and seeking out the most fucked up available activities slash areas that cruise people would not think twice about. I think she'd be down for observing other passengers and judging them slash creating narratives about them, which you'd have to do if you're stuck on a cruise. And we'd be down for the same live entertainment options, i.e., the ones that are a bit of a vibe and the most fucked up ones. Yeah. Uh, More importantly, as a fellow Capricorn and I believe also an introvert, she'd be fine with just spending time alone. Hanging out at the quiet pool where they don't allow children and doing normal life shit that has absolutely nothing to do with the fact we're on a cruise rather than being like, we have to make the most of the high seas. Here's an itinerary. Yeah. Because like I would want to be able to just like just sit somewhere and like go on my like yeah. computer. And I think she'd be fine with that. Um, She would want to go to the club, I assume, is on the cruise ship. Mm -hmm. But honestly, if I'm stuck on a cruise ship, I will happily get fucked up with Jade from Little Mix in a club at least four nights a week. And I have faith she would find us the only other tolerable people to socialize with. Yep. I trust her judgment. Finally, I also think she'd be good in a crisis. So if the boat is going down, she's got my back and we're making it home alive.
1: Nice. Yeah. I mean, like, I I concede that you win that one because it was also my other. I was like, Jade from Little Mix or Jonathan from Queer Eye. And I was like, let's just go Jonathan from Queer Eye. Yeah. Mix it up. But yeah. Let's Little Mix it up. (laughs) (laughs) Next up. Who would you want to co-parent with? So we're going to raise a child with this celeb. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I have given... Actually, you go first. Okay. Mine, again, for this one,
0: I'm dead set on it. It Same. to me immediately. Same. Anthony Perovsky. Okay. From Queer Eye. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, there is no doubt in my mind that he would be a great dad yep. and love our kids more than anything. Like yep. you see the way he is with dogs. I'm like, imagine him with a human child. Yeah, He would be the best dad. And that is like number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't need to worry about the kids when they're with him. And I also believe that we would get along so there wouldn't be communication issues. Yeah. Plus due to his difficult relationship with his own parents, he'd be huge on the importance of the kids having an equally strong relationship with both of us and doing what's best for them. So there would not be any custody drama. True. Um, I also absolutely would, like, in a fucking heartbeat. (laughs) um, And according to my research, he doesn't like to label his sexuality, but identifies more with the idea of being sexually fluid rather than gay. So if a parent trap situation were to arise, I'd be in with at least a vague shot. And also a hundred percent down. <laughs> okay. And finally, if we are genetically making the children ourselves, oh, I think it'd beautiful. be stunning. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. No, I'm just upset that I'm not <laughs> married to Anthony. <laughs> um, yeah. I wasn't going for the will I end up fucking my person, um, but I also feel very, very strongly about mine. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen. Okay. I think that like she's the only person who does parenting things online Mm -hmm. and shows like the highs and the lows and still makes it seem fun. Like she makes fun of her kids the right amount. She just has fun with it all because so many people who are parents online, they either make it seem like having children is the worst thing ever, but as if it's kooky and quirky, they're like when all of your clothes are covered in vomit (laughs) and they do like a weird, real dance to it. Or they're like, this is our perfect life and our perfect children. And that bubble, I mean, I always knew it was fake, but I remember there was an Instagram family that I followed on Instagram, the platform, um, and they were at VidCon. And they sat behind us at like one of the concert things. It was like a few years ago. And their child was just screaming the whole way through it. And I was like, you would just never get that from their Instagram because it literally made it seem like they had these magical calm, quiet children who never do anything wrong. Yeah. Which, like, I knew that that didn't exist, but Chrissy Teigen shows the bad shit enough but can handle it so flawlessly. Yeah. I I agree with your one
0: 100%. My concern would be that, like, I can't imagine Chrissy Teigen um, being able to spend the time away from the kids. Like, I think that she's on the same vibe as she would put them first and be like they have to have a relationship with both
1: of us. I don't know. I think this is another case. of I think like, it's, it's a the tie. It would be
0: perfect for you, and Anthony would be perfect for me. Yeah,
1: and I think I think you've done a really good jo- like choice. Now I'm just upset because I yeah it would be such a beautiful life. I'm happy for this one to be a tie again. Yeah, me too. It's Both great options. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're both winning here. Okay, spend six months in a cabin in the woods with. Which so, is an
0: interesting one because Fiona spending six months in a cabin in the woods is a is a positive for me. I'm like it's a vibe, fun. I don't yeah. know about that. Okay. You've chosen. You go first. You keep making me go first. Oh,
1: sorry, Maddie. Yeah, I've chosen, and I know it's going to sound like unexpected. Like she's going to be too much for the situation, mm-hmm. but I have reasons. Yeah, Lizzo. Okay, because she's a very like high energy, high performance. No one is like that twenty four seven. So I think we would have like a hoot some of the times. But I also think that a lot of the time she'll be, like, a lot calmer. She's very intelligent and switched on and also very funny. Mm -hmm. So I think we'd have, like, fun conversations. We'd have a laugh. We'd get drunk. We'd dance around. But then also we'd be fine to just, like, chill by ourselves. Six months is so long, though. I could see that working for about a week. I just, like, really – I tried thinking and there's not really anyone. Then I was like, you know what, Lizzo, why not? Just a vibe. My one is one that is also a bit like, "Mm, what?
0: But then as soon as I hit on it, I was like – perfect okay because i'd need someone who would be just at at the same sort of level as me yeah with with like they wouldn't we wanted to do anything crazy they'd be fine like spending a bit of time alone but also like same same energy
1: ee cummings i have chosen (laughs) trotsky ee cummings (laughs) Uh, taylor swift oh that's a good
0: one yeah so, that's there'd be one. enough security in place for me to not feel like I was about to be murdered every single night. Okay. So, that's not even <laughs> like I considered, but no, yeah. No, but for me, I'm like, yes, yeah. needs to be someone yeah. who comes with an element of security. And I was thinking maybe Obama, but then I'd like, but then that's added threat, because mm-hmm. people might try and come for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'd strike a good balance of hanging out and doing our own thing. Yeah. And she'd make me want to be productive, but in a fun way, not out of fear or guilt, like if I were there with Tony Robbins or Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She's oh my not, God, I could not do it with Tony Robbins. No. Tony Robbins, too intense. And Beyonce, I'd be like, I'm sorry, like, I just can't. I just can't. Yeah. I I can't do what you're doing. Just let me sit. Yeah. Um. So Taylor Swift, I feel, would not be judgy about unnecessary things. Because she, like, does her own weird shit and vibes, right? Yeah. So I would feel fine just, like, eating mac and cheese and sleeping weird hours and watching murder shows if I wanted to. Yeah. Because she'd either join in or not care as long as she had her own space. Yeah. Um, which, like, I would need someone who, like, I felt like if I wanted to just do fuck all yeah, and, yeah, like, just sure. eat cu- white carbs and cheese, yeah. it'd be fine. Um, and finally, the way we view boys slash feelings slash our own experiences and creativity would be deeply compatible yeah. and only compounded compounded by cabin fever. Yep. So we'd also leave the cabin having created at least four to five
1: fucking masterpieces. Fair. Yeah. I just like, I feel a lot of those things. I think you keep saying things, and I'm like, oh yeah, I just assumed that was with the vibe. But, like, same with Lizzo, of like, spending time together, spending time apart. I really just feel like with Lizzo as a celebrity, we haven't
0: had enough time to get to know her properly. So, you just cannot really anticipate what she's going to I've seen many interviews, but not for over years.
1: I just, I think that I would feel too. around taylor swift i would not feel as i I agree that you would work
0: around taylor swift and i would absolutely fucking hate to be trapped in a cabin with lizzo yeah but i think that taylor swift is a better fit for me than lizzo is for you
1: okay that's fair yeah that's fair i will concede that there you go okay i'm i just don't even know how to say anything around this one you go
0: where am i hello You want me to just say what this category is? Say what it okay, is. Okay. So with this celebrity, you are going to kidnap and usurp Santa Claus. So I think of it as like you have to get Santa out of there. You don't have to like kill him or whatever. No, just like, time up. You can bring him back eventually. Yeah,
1: but you've got to you've got to kidnap Santa and take over his job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how to do – I don't have reasons. Daniel Radcliffe is just so obvious to yeah. me that it is Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I feel like Maddie's going to give paragraphs for hers again. I am, yeah. But it is just clearly Daniel Radcliffe. He would be down for it. He would be excited about it. He would be effective, and he would have a gosh damn great time doing it. He would yes. feel so delighted going down the chimneys, putting the presents in. It is just like, it just came to me. It's like, this is so obvious. Yeah, he does have the right combination of mischief and childlike
0: wonder. Yes. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you. Who um, have you chosen? Rihanna. Okay. So my priorities with this one, because this is a large scale Yours is project. an op- You've gone for an operation angle, yeah. I can see. Um, one, would they be down to yeah. efficiency? Could they actually pull off the workload of mm-hmm. taking over from Santa? Yep. Three, how would they be received by the public? yep and four would they be able to maintain the magic of the season Mm -hmm. so for rihanna absolutely she'd be down she's always looking for a new challenge and a good time and i think she's got enough of a mischievous streak to not bitch out of the actual kidnapping aspect as long as we took santa somewhere decent to hang out and did eventually plan to return him Mm -hmm. um she's also very business savvy so wouldn't be caught off guard by the scale of the operation and i also think she'd really lean into the pageantry of christmas eve and the actual delivery process yeah. it would be fucking huge uh i really feel like people would love it no one would be mad they'd just see it as a collab and be like need to get my hands on fucking fenty x north pole yeah like if this sells out i'm gonna lose <laughs> my mind um No one's going to be like, oh, no, why is Rihanna helping you with Christmas? Um, She's great at catering for consumer demand. Yep. So she'd manage to read the room and give kids age-appropriate toys so she wouldn't ruin Christmas. Yep. And I feel like she's receptive to collaborations and knows how to use her energy wisely and delegate. Mm -hmm. So she'd listen to my advice re preserving the magic of Christmas. Yep. A bonus is she has a lot of really unexpected friends. So strategically, she'd be very handy. Plus, I haven't seen Ocean's 8, but I assume it's about a heist, so she has to have learned something there. (laughs) And if we went too big and picked someone like Beyonce, there would be pushback, I believe, from the public, due to her being just, like, too huge... Yep. And now she just seems more like a brand or a concept than an actual human. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would feel like Christmas was being co-opted. Whereas with Rihanna, it's just like, she's jazzing it up. Yeah,
1: so That's why I've chosen Rihanna. I think I win this one. I think Daniel Radcliffe just really fits the vibe of who you're kidnapping a nurse of Santa Claus with. Yeah. Thank you. I think
0: that like the Rihanna angle. It works from an operational angle. If the plans angle. were in the right place, perfect. Yeah. But just the overall vibe of Daniel Radcliffe. Just like shit, it's three weeks till Christmas. He'd get away with it a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Um, The next category is Finding Nessie.
1: I think we've picked the same
0: for this. Are you trying to do a fake coy thing and try and trick them into the fact we haven't discussed this a thousand times? Yeah. No, no, no. But we, like, as in we have discussed this. Yes, we have. So we're going to pick the same person. So what this situation is, guys, is that we need to pick, pick one. Person or entity. Yeah, yeah, there we go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that we would take with us on the most important trip of our fucking lives, which is to find the Loch Ness Monster. We believe that Nessie would present herself to us. Yes. So we need to bring along someone who
1: is we right. need has the
0: same energy. Yeah. We believe deeply. The only criterion here is that we believe in our hearts that Nessie would present herself to this person or people. Yes. So... Three, Three, two,
1: two, one. Jedward. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, no questions asked. At some
0: point in our lives, we and Jedward will be making a sojourn to Loch Ness, and I firmly believe that there is no combination of people who have ever walked this earth more perfectly primed for Nessie to reveal herself to than us and Jedward. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, literally nothing else to say to that. It's just the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Okay, this is a big one. Mm -hmm. It's the second last one. Mm -hmm. And this is the one where... It's most important to our hearts, apart from Nessie, actually.
0: I'd say these are all pretty important. Yeah, they're all pretty important, <laughs> uh, actually. I really
1: want to steal the crown jewels. Apart from the cruise, I don't care about doing that one. <laughs> I do want to do it with Jade, though now it seems like fun. No.
0: <laughs> See, but my, like, I've, I'm fully convinced myself I would go on a cruise with Jade. Yeah. I and if, I, if they would, like, show me where all the lifeboats and stuff are before. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> this one is, we have to reunite One Direction using one member of the band and one Mm non-member,
1: who have you chosen? I have chosen, for the member, Mm -hmm. Niall. Okay. So, he has no beef with the rest of them. He's just the most neutral lad. He would be Mm -hmm. very excited to have a project. It is also slightly process of elimination, because Mm -hmm. I think Harry's a little bit too big. I think maybe two years ago we could have got Harry. I don't know about now. Zayn is too much of a little bitch. Mm Liam Payne is Liam Payne. Yeah. And Louis has beef with Zane. So, I <laughs> can tell from that nod what your answer is. No, I also, I also agree. I think Louis, I didn't even consider Louis okay. because I think that he'd have the least pull out of them. Yeah. Yet. So, I think that he would be the one, and also I think he's the one that they all click with the most on individual levels. Like, Nile, yeah. Yeah, it's just like he can be like, hey, hello, Harry, let's do it. Zane, come on, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, that is my answer. For the member, mm-hmm. for the non-member, I have gone an entity again. Okay. The Veronicas. Okay. Because okay. they know how to have a comeback. Do they? Yeah, they, like, stopped doing things and then they dated Ruby Rose or one of them did and then they came back and they're doing shit again.
0: Okay. So maybe okay. in certain communities.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they are very big within the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um so, and they know what it's like to work as a team. Like, there are they're only two of them, but they understand the dynamics of needing to bring people together for it. Yeah. And I honestly would not at all be surprised if every single one member of One Direction loved the Veronica's and if the Veronica's loved One Direction. If that was, like, revealed that they were like, secretly I want to collab, wouldn't be surprised. So that is my answer. And also because James Corden is too obvious because he keeps talking about how he wants yeah. to be the one to reunite One Direction. Yeah. Um, that is my answer. Maddie, please share yours. So mine also
0: was process of elimination. Yep. My first thought was the most obvious one, Niall. Mm -hmm. Because he's most likely to give it his absolute best shot. And I reckon he's got the best chance of getting through to all of them, including Zane. Mm -hmm. Then I wondered if Harry would be a smarter choice, because he's probably the biggest one keeping them from reuniting, because he's so busy. So if he Mm -hmm. was on side, but then I was like... But what if there's beef there and they're all like, fuck you, Harry. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. My final choice of which member I would use to help me reunite One Direction is Zayn.
1: God, why? Because if
0: I got him to really reconnect with the boys and mend those broken bridges, it would change the fucking game. But I don't think you could get him to do that. I don't think you could get Colin Firth to steal the crown jewels. Fiona, like this is this <laughs> isn't. Everyone. Which one can you convince to do it? That that would obviously be fucking Liam. Which which one? It's, we get the rules of the game are.
1: Like, yeah, do mean,
0: Fiona. I just it's which one? Granted that they agree would be the best okay, in the situation. Okay,
1: okay, okay,
0: You think Lizzo is just waiting to go hang out in a cave? <laughs> I think she would
1: agree to it.
0: <laughs> yes, but you know what I mean. You're like, okay, you can get him to agree. <laughs> so Zane, okay, because it would be game changing, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Well, this like this is completely different than just the four of us." If Zane's the one orchestrating this, this is big, mm-hmm. um, and having him be the one to orchestrate it would be a huge story. Mm-hmm. Like it would be such a big deal that it would guarantee a huge response. Yeah. Whereas if it was just the others, like fans would be very happy, but there's always a chance overall that people might be like, "eh." Whereas yeah. I think one of the biggest things keeping them for you from reuniting. Aside from schedules, which can be worked with as this year has proven. Yes. Is just that, like you really wouldn't want to risk the band getting back together and it like falling flat of where you are individually. Yeah. So if it's Zane coming in and being like, let's fucking do this, boys, mm-hmm. those bridges are mended, it's a whole new energy and the public is going nuts. Okay. Like it's a different vibe. For my mm-hmm. non-member, mm-hmm. I have chosen me zane no 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 no, i'm already there so the the team is me okay i think you said the non-member is now like, <laughs> i'm already there that's yeah. the, the point yeah yeah so our dream squad here mm-hmm. consists of myself obviously uh-huh zane and sir paul mccartney
1: mm, very good yeah very
0: very good so they would trust the advice of paul mccartney yes they would implicitly absolutely like on a career level he knows more about the music industry than almost yeah. anyone, mm-hmm. and he also knows about like longevity and creating a like lasting impact that has you being taken seriously. Yeah, and more importantly, honestly, he has personal experience with tricky band yeah. band member relationships. Yes, and I think he'd be able to sit them down and be like, "You need to not take for granted what you boys have together." Yeah, I'm about to cry. <laughs> I think that he's got he's got the industry knowledge. They trust him. You're just not ever going to say no to Paul McCartney, full stop. Yeah. And he would be able to speak to like, okay, yeah, you're taking for granted something really special here. Yeah. And also, they would know that Sir Paul would not be trying to benefit personally from their reunion. True. So there, mm, so there wouldn't be a level of mistrust like there may be with the James mm. Cordons of the world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I think we have a split here. Right? I don't.
0: I really don't. I
1: think I've nailed the member and you've nailed the non-member. I think
0: that Nile is the obvious choice. If it were like who, if we literally just had to walk into a room today, who would be most likely to help us? Nile. But that's not the question. It's which
1: member mm-hmm. would be the most useful. And I think the Veronicas are a fucked choice. I just don't that's think that's... That's fair. <laughs> I honestly couldn't think of a great one, so I kind of just threw them in there. Yeah. I think yours is easily the best. I think yours is... I, I really think I picked the best member. I I, I think that,
0: well, obviously I went to Niall first because you're correct in that he does have the best relationships with all of them, but we don't know what that means at this point. Whereas if we've Mm. convinced Zayn to go out
1: and say, guys, look, we need to do this. I think part of it is also, I don't want to have to work with Zayn. Oh, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. It's
0: working with Zayn in a one direction reuniting context. I'm sorry. Nah, no, Niall, Niall would be way more fun. He'd be more fun, but he wouldn't be as as effective. Because there's always a chance that, like, you know, Niall and Zayn aren't hanging out right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the, the hardest one to get through to would be Zayn. So mm-hmm. choosing him. The hardest one to get to sort out his schedule would be Harry. Harry yeah. And that's why I brought in Paul McCartney. Yeah, so respect that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's... combining the, like, chaotic emotional energy of Zayn and the press that would come with that, and, like, the responsibility and just fucking icon status of Paul, Paul McCartney yeah. would be entirely behind the scenes. Yeah. It's unbeatable.
1: I just don't want to concede Niall. I really
0: don't. I'm not willing to I, and, and you're not willing to... I gave you Dana Radcliffe over my entire business strategy for Rihanna. I, I agree. <laughs> I know why you chose okay, Nile. But can I do- just really don't think that... I think that if you've got Niall standing in front of Harry... And being like, let's do this. And then you've got Zayn calling them all together after fucking six years. It's just, it's much more powerful. And for Harry, it would be, this would need to outweigh all his other projects, which are going really fucking well.
1: Yeah. So
0: it would have to be like the huge pull of like, there's no way this can flop when it's so fucking huge that Zane Malik is bringing One Direction back together.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm conceding because you did such a better job with the non-member and you have met there is merit in zane yeah but for the record i do think niall would be better than zane but i'm willing for us to wrap the segment up and you can have this win yeah i agree that niall on a normal (laughs)
0: level uh, he he is the one who i think we both are pretty sure has the best relationship with all of the, four yeah. the rest of them. <laughs> we're so confident. We're like on the phone to fucking But that's Niall the thing. I'm like, I'm like hey, we Niall. don't know what the beef is. We don't know how big the beef has grown. Yeah. So, you know, it would take literally no effort. You could get fucking like a Chase Crawford to reunite Liam, Louie and Niall. That would take no effort. It's just getting <laughs> Harry and Zane in all the
1: fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The final section. Mm-hmm. Who would you start a successful MLM with? This one,
0: um, Brené Brown. Who? Brené Brown. She's that white (laughs) woman with the talk to the manager haircut that does like Netflix specials and like motivational speaking. I can't say this. My reasoning for this is I don't really know much about her, but I know for an absolute fact that the kind of people I would want to be targeting with an MLM love her. Mm -hmm. So it would be an
1: easy sell. That's fair. Yeah. Mine Mm -hmm. is Kris Jenner. I think she would absolutely... Like, there's no one who could do it more than Kris Jenner. She would just nail it. She knows, like, she hasn't done something like that before. So yours is very much that vibe. Mm. But she would know how to market it successfully. She can advertise it through her kids. I think a
0: few years ago, yes. Mm-hmm. But now, like, the trust factor with anyone attached to the Kardashians
1: is zero. So I think that people would be on to it immediately. But they have enough of a cult following that that doesn't really matter. Mm. And she wouldn't name it. It wouldn't be, like, the Kris Jenner oils. No shit. It would be distant enough that they can use the Kardashians to sell it. But also I could say to you, Hey, have you seen oils plus? And you'd be like, Oh no. And you don't know it's Kris Jenner until you do research. I don't know. I agree.
0: I agree that in terms of just setting up anything, Kris Jenner, great choice. Mm -hmm. But I do think that the passage of time has not been kind to the Kardashian Jenner empire. Okay. Can I say Um, Kris Jenner three years ago? Sure.
1: That's my answer. Yeah.
0: No, I was just like, the the exact kind of person you want to target with an MLM worships Britney Br- Br- Brown. Like, for, like, she is like their fucking god. Yeah. And I'm like, if
1: she were to tell them do this, they'd be like, Absolutely. Yeah. Who's that one person who talks at all the conferences? And then she recently yes. shat all over them and was like, oh, no, MLM people stupid. The one who
0: wrote that book, Rachel Girl Hollis. Your face. And her whole career is a scam, allegedly. And all her quotes
1: are just other people's quotes that she's put her name yeah, on. Yeah, it's
0: Rachel Hollis. Yeah, and her whole thing was about, like, how to have a strong
1: relationship. And then her husband are, like, divorced. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'd also pick Rachel Hollis because they already, I mean, they don't like her now. Rachel Hollis, three months ago before she released her book where she's like, MLMs are a scam and anyone who's in them is dumb. Nah. Nah anyway Jenna. i'm gonna see with chris jenner i don't really know you so i can't really judge who won yeah it literally is just i know for a fact that the
0: right people would do whatever this woman says and i wouldn't really mm-hmm. want to have them put in work i just want to be like off you go brene tell them what to do but i would just ask christiana to like have that person be the face of it and then i'm done yeah that's fair i think that's better because like i honestly don't know much about this woman aside from the fact that prime People and like targets. her. <laughs> Love okay, her. so I win with Christina? Yes, nice. So let's see who won what. Let's see. So, the Rock won Desert Island. Easy. Prince Philip won Crown Jewels.
1: Commit the a Murder No Thai. Thai. So, no, so one for
0: each. Yep. Um, solve a Murder, you got that one. Yep. Throw a Divorce Party, you share. got that. Rid a Small Village of Vampirism. I got it. We both got that one, didn't we? No, I got that, but you ha- you were like, mm, but because of like the Fair Prince Philip thing. Okay. Yep. Um, a Company on a Cruise, Jay. You got that. Co-parent, that was we a We both tie. got a point. <laughs> Spend six months in a cabin, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Kidnap a new for Santa Claus. Dana Absolutely, Dana Radcliffe. Um, Nessie. Nessie. With wood <laughs> I think I messed up my fingers because I've been scrolling.
1: Reunite 1D, Zayn and Paul McCartney. You got that. And
0: MLM, Chris Jenner. But honestly, well done to both of
1: us. Yeah, so the final score is Fiona has seven. And Maddie has nine. Yeah. So well done to Maddie. Yeah, but you. I think we both did a very good job. Like there was, was some, a tough one. there was some where it was like, I'm conceding this to keep the game moving, but we're both done really well. Or some, yeah. we just had to say tie because it was so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let me know um, if you'd love to watch Celine Dion, solve a motor.
1: <laughs> uh, I think what we're, we'll
0: do is on our Instagram stories at Hey HeyCabinFeedler we'll yes. put up a poll of like which one you would rather Yeah, go, go to our Instagram
1: story as soon as it's up and you will see that and yeah. you can vote for yourself
0: and also maybe we'll also put up a little story with like a couple situations and you give us like just who who you choose yeah yeah so we hope you've enjoyed this mm-hmm. and we will see you in two weeks dos wicos. that's right
1: fluent <laughs>